Welcome to the iHealth Podcast, a podcast for you to relate to like-minded individuals discussing hot topics all related to rehab, fitness, and business. Brought to you by Iron Health from Westchester, New York. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. What do I say? What do I say about the comparable? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the iHealth Podcast. Today, we have Alina Pedraza owner of Fuse Fitness with us today. Um, her gym is located in Jefferson Valley, New York, which is really like Yorktown, right? Yeah. So she's been open now for four years. Four years was like last week or something like that. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So her gym really focuses on kind of small group training and everything like that. Awesome feel there. They have spin bikes too, and she does a great job up there. So we're excited to have her on. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. One of the best gyms in uh, Yorktown, group fitness wise. <laughs> you need the best. <laughs> the best. Well, this is episode four, right? Yeah. Yeah, episode four, Alina. All right, so tell us about yourself. Tell us about you know your background story. Who is Alina? Who is Alina? Oof. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I um. I got into fitness. I've always been active, but I guess after college when I packed on some pounds from eating and drinking a lot. And um, that's actually been a pretty big constant in my life, just health and wellness. Well, fitness has, physical fitness, because I wasn't so healthy back in college. So um, I think what makes me different and what makes my gym different is just my mentality and approach when it comes to fitness, just about being yourself and um, embracing what you can control versus what you can't control and really finding, um, like digging deep into your programming and what what makes you do the things that you do and then using that to focus on what you can control versus what you can't. Cool. What about you though? Like what about your background? Like how did you, where'd you grow up? Like did you always know you wanted to go to the gym? Like that's oh. always interesting. Okay. Um, no, I didn't actually. Um, I took a class in high school that was called entrepreneurship and management. And I literally said to my parents that I would never be a business owner and I would never open up my own business. <laughs> it's the opposite of what you did. The exact opposite. Um, I actually, I was working at an Italian restaurant at the time and I just saw the owner like hustling. He was never happy. So I was like, I'm not putting myself through that. Like my perspective on business was just not a good one. Um, I went to school for marketing and management. And when I graduated, I actually wanted to work in the city and like live a glam life in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> the glam life. The glam, the glam life. life. Um, so that's, yeah, that's me. I grew up in Northern Westchester. So I was born and raised and that's where I'm still located. Nice Westchester native beer open then as a gym. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not like a, it's a small, you know, small business. Yeah. Community should thrive. So yeah. It's really, really cool. It's funny. Exactly. You posted something on your Instagram story the other day. said, I had no business opening up the business. But I did it anyway. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's so yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I mean, like, I really had no intention of doing it. It's funny how paths just, like, goes the opposite of what you wanted. Yeah, I just let it happen, though. And I think that that's, like, when the going gets tough for me, it's realizing, like, like I was led here yeah. in a way, you know? So, like, I'm just going to embrace what I'm doing and love the shit out of it. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. So do you, do you love it now? Do you like it? Yeah. 
I love it. It's so rewarding. Yeah. What, what do you find rewarding in that? Like, what's what's the biggest rewarding thing for, like, opening a business for you? Um, for me, a business too? I think it's the industry that I'm in, too. It's just, like, the fact that I get to build connections <laughs> with people, like, strangers. And you just, you can learn so much from other people. Like, that's what I'm really starting to just, like love like one conversation can totally shift like how you think about other things or just if you're open to that you know if you you have an open mind to that so like when I'm at the gym and I'm working with clients like and we're having a conversation what I'm taking from them is just as valuable as what they're taking from me so I think that that's why it's rewarding the energy exchange and then also just like watching people become confident in their skin or just regain their self back I work with a lot of females a lot of um working moms we have a small population of males but we do have males there too and a lot of the males that come to us too like they work hard and they hustle they want to come to the gym and not have to think about what they're doing so even seeing their transformation of how they're able to push themselves when they get pushed by somebody else is just really cool and that's what makes it rewarding that's awesome yeah yeah it's like it's like us too like we're in the people business like we're helping people and that's we get so much back from that that you know is, is really valuable yeah, you help bring people back to a healthy state where they can do things that they took for granted at one point. Yeah. And when you're able to do that for somebody, like, they, the way that they, you know, like, you just give so much to them that it, you can't even explain it. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. It is nice. That's beautiful. Very rewarding. Thanks. So, tell us, like, a bit about, like, Juice Fitness. Like, not a lot of people know the background of Juice Fitness. It used to be, like... Oh, you want the, yeah, oh, you want, okay. That's, that's the meats, meats and potatoes there. <laughs> okay, so, again, like, back to that Instagram story, like, I didn't have any business opening a business, so it was actually uh, a business that me and my ex had opened up together four years ago. It was his idea, and I was like, sure, you know, why not? Let's do it. I'm not happy with my job. I'm looking in the city, but, like, this is something I, I love doing, too. I was really into fitness, and... Um, so I just said yes, and we opened up a cycling studio um, with HIT classes. So we didn't have like most of the services that we have now. Our business model was completely different. It was under a different name and just a different energy and vibe because it was with somebody who I was, you know, our our visions and like our values weren't aligned. So we ended up splitting up, and I ended up buying him out. Nice. Yeah. Well, now you're a boss. Now I'm a boss bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's let, let's piggyback on that vibe because I think that's an important thing for like anyone listening to to know like if they're right to come to your gym, you know. It's like what's your vibe like? What do you what do you what does it feel like? And and you describe your culture. Yeah, like what kind of people are there? Okay, that's a really good question. Um, I have the best people. <laughs> <laughs> so be the Great. best. You gotta go to Fused. Great. Great. Let me go now. Um, the Convinced. people that come to Fused are very supportive, non-judgmental. It's a family environment, and I think a lot of gyms. I think what CrossFit did to the fitness industry is huge. I think it showed what community and culture can do for results and for accountability and for mental and physical gains. I know. Just from my experience, like, I've been to other gyms, and I'm not, you know, saying, like, shitting on other gyms, but there can be gossip, and there's, like, you know, he said, he said she said, drama. Um, there's That doesn't exist at Fuse because we squash that. That's just not something, like, you're either for somebody or you're just not about it at all. Like, you're not creating drama. You're not creating all that stuff. Um, 
our environment is just really all about embracing who you are and just being like really comfortable in your skin with where you're at. And that could be at a given, you know, any time in your life, it's going to be somewhere different, but just feeling like badass in your own skin. Mm -hmm. And everyone that comes there is just all about embracing themselves. So that's not something that you just learn. Like you don't come into the gym like that already or else you might not be going to a gym, right? Um, it's something that we really foster there. So like people will come in and they'll start to like discover themselves, discover who they are. I've seen like crazy transformations and people just grow as individuals, people getting, you know, promotions in their job because their confidence is like through the roof, leaving relationships, leaving marriages because they feel finally feel confident in themselves. And Mm -hmm. that's like just the dope environment that we have. Yeah. It's like a family. It's a huge family. It's definitely a family. And it's a family in a way, like, we're all low maintenance, too. Like, we don't, we're not, like, we as coaches aren't, like, we're chill to a point. You know, like, we want you to get results, and we want to make sure that you're pushing yourself. Um, But we're not, like, like, low maintenance in the sense that, like, everything's not, like, over the top. Like, we're checking in on you, but not in an aggressive way. We're making sure that you're doing well. Like, we're there to provide you what you need. Mm-hmm. So for different people, it's going to be different things at different points in their journey. But that's what we're there for, and we, I think we do a really good job of that and, and just making sure that, you know, people feel like they're being taken care of without it being, like, super over-the-top and high-maintenance, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. So you said it's mostly, like, women, though, right? Like or some men, but mostly women. Yeah, we have a small uh, male population. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, how do you stimulate a growth environment? Because that's what it sounds like to me, right? Like you're helping people grow, whether it's like internally and physically and stuff like that. So what do you, what are certain things you do to stimulate that? Um, one of the things that I do, it's a really good question, by the way. Uh, one of the things that I do is, well, first of all, I'm, I lead by example. So I'm just a natural leader. Natural like monster. I am. I'm a natural, right? Like yeah. I am. Um, and I just lead by example. So people feel comfortable being that way because they see how I am. And I'm not saying like, oh, they see how I am. They want to be like me. But that just fosters that. Like it's okay to be that person. Yeah. And then and then the people that I've attracted through my energy being that way have been people that are able to be themselves. Our coach, Jen, Carol is phenomenal and she will just she like has so much energy. She has so much energy and she leaves it all on the table. She doesn't care. Like she is who she is and that's it. And so everyone feels comfortable to be that way. Uh, all of our coaches are like that. And yeah. so that's one way, just leading by example, being myself and stimulating conversations, always making it like I don't think that everyone is like programmed for super like depth, but I always like like dig that little bit out of them to make them think even more you know like oh wow like to make them realize certain things that they are strong in in a different way so we can be having a conversation and usually during a session our small group training sessions i'll just like throw out some bait and then that's it yeah and it sparks that environment of like who are you really like what are really you know like what are you capable of like what are your strengths like that's cool that's like another psychological aspect it is and it's like so unintentional with with the client yeah and culture it's awesome yeah that's really cool do you feel like the small like if people don't know what small group is like can you explain what that is and like do you feel like that helps that too yeah small group definitely helps that small group is our, our small group personal training is um is basically how we make personal training affordable we split up one trainer to four to five people, and it's really cool because somebody who 
it's a, it actually fosters really good community and really good results. Somebody who has limitations or is working through an injury is able to do the same workout given certain modifications as somebody who is at a completely different fitness level. So it's really cool. It's like individualized attention for yeah. in a group culture. Yeah. Know, like that's 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 important for culture too, I feel like. Stimulates everything. For sure. I'd like to piggyback off of like um how you started because I know there there must have been waves of emotion from opening up a, a soul souls what is it a cycling um cycling gym right into fuse fitness like I know there there must have been some crazy like roller coaster waves like basically what I'm trying to get at is like what's the greatest failure that you've like witnessed and what did you learn from it. Um, so I think, yeah, so the greatest failure that I experienced was just opening up a business with my ex. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's oh like a good God. learning experience. That is due, though. Yeah. It's a crazy learning experience. There's so much to learn from that. You learn who you are. You learn who, you learn, like, about people. You learn, like, there were so many layers to that. So many layers. Those are days, like, you were just like, I'm gonna just quit. This is this is it. Yeah, that's what happened. Actually, I it was like a total ultimatum situation. I was like, either you let me buy this gym from you, or I'm leaving the gym the same way I left you. And and like, I already proved myself. So it was I'm gonna sell you the gym. Um, but yeah, it was that was definitely emotional because then it was like, okay, I I honestly after that I had like no confidence because well I was. I can say that, right? I was cheated on. Yeah. So what happened was, like, I already felt like shit about myself. Right. And then I go into, like, owning a gym on my own. And for a very... And I was always, like, very indecisive. I still am. And, um... But it was even worse because I was so scared to make any decision in my business for fear that it was going to be wrong. Okay. Like, it was going to be a wrong decision. And then I had to deal with the repercussions. So I would ask people what I should do. Yeah. So that was a huge learning experience. That was an ongoing one. An ongoing experience of, like... Be decisive, make your own decisions. This is your business now. Whatever your decisions are, whether they're good or bad, if they're bad, you learn from them. If they're good, then you succeed and you grow from them. Mm -hmm. So, and if they're bad, you still grow from them. So that was probably like the biggest failure that's been like. And that's what made you. Definitely. And your culture and how successful it is now. Yeah. It's awesome. Totally. Yeah, it's like all learning. All learning. That's what that is. Yes. Just don't. Open a business with your significant other. I mean, you can. <laughs> but, you know, your story is better. Just sign contracts. Yeah. You know? Sign contracts. Oh, yeah, I didn't sign a contract. That's probably yeah. one of my biggest. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thing, you know. That's a, you know, and, and I thank you for kind of sharing that with our listeners here. That's, like, very personal, you yeah, know, to, personal. to hear that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. That's, like, the fuse vibe, right? It's, like, like personal. You're, you're failures your pain your growth is other people's too so either they can like relate to it or or learn from it yeah exactly yeah very cool so you were talking a little bit about like crossfit and how it changes the industry like if we circle back around to like fitness like what's next you know like um, the wave there was there was what macro trends and micro trends right are you familiar with that are you familiar with that no 
So macro trends like CrossFit, it came and shifted the whole industry. Right. So instead of everyone just going and doing like what Arnold did back in the day, just yeah. like bodybuilding, now it's group fitness and full functional and stuff like that. And now like we're seeing small group training out of that. And then micro trends are like Soul Cycle, like yeah. these, these studios that pop up and come and go. You know. Yeah. What do you think the next trend is? Or the next wave? I don't know. I feel like Stretch Lab is definitely onto something, to be honest. After, like, all these people are beating their bodies up with high-intensity metabolic conditioning. Um, so something that's a little bit more recovery-based or that really incorporates recovery into it. I, I really do think that small group training is huge, too. Like, people really capitalizing on that. And also capitalizing in a way that's, like, it's going to grow, like, more and more. But it's, that's challenging because everybody's take on small group training is different. Like, it's a very, um, it's not necessarily, like, saturated is not the word that I'm looking for, but it's a fragmented, like, your version of small group personal training is going to be different than mine. So if I go from one gym to another, I'm like, oh, I already know what that is, and you might not because it's going to be different in a different place. But I think that that's really important, too, because everyone has different fitness needs at the end of the day. You can't give somebody, and yes, like, you know, the whole mentality behind CrossFit is that anything can be modified, which is amazing. Um, and I'm not knocking it at all, but I saw amazing results. I think that some people do not need or should not be doing that type of metabolic conditioning. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, you know, it's funny you say stretch lab. Cause I like disagree with that totally. I think that's a micro trend. Yeah, me too. I think that's a fad. I think that'll just go. I think stretch lab itself will, but I think that something recovery based is going to be really important for people. I think yeah. people just in general are shifting more towards health and wellness. Stretch Lab probably because it's just one of those like franchises that popped up overnight, you know, but maybe, I don't know, maybe Pilates will come back around. But if you're saying that's a micro trend too, like something that's more recovery based with people taking care of their bodies. Like look at you, you're doing yoga now, right? Yeah. You know, like you beat your body up in jujitsu and you're doing yoga to offset that because you need that. We all need that. We all need to like kind of ground ourselves in something a little bit more like taking care of our bodies because fitness just isn't enough. Totally. I mean, I totally agree with that. Like you need maintenance, body maintenance, whether it's like a PT, massage, yoga or something like that. You need that in your life. Yeah. And I was actually talking to a client about how like if you really want to be involved in this in this sort of life of like fitness and health, like you got to do something every day. Do yeah. you agree to that? Like seven days a week, like six, seven days Active a week? Active recovery, yeah. What, I would say What six would you days. structure? Like how do you structure things? Or like how, what would you tell one of your your clients, small group clients, is to, to do? Well, I would say... Come in my class. <laughs> no, I would say, what yeah. are your goals? Oh, right. Because you can't structure something if you don't know what their goals are. Yeah. Let's you say someone say, just wants to be healthy. And like, well, where are they strong. starting? They where want to they... get strong and they want to move well. Yeah, that's a problem with the healthy. fitness industry. And that's something that I like cannot stand. All right, let's hear it. It's not... Get up on there. It's, this is my soapbox. <laughs> it is not one size fits all. Yeah. Because everyone's coming, even if everyone has like the same the same goals. If ever most people's goals are fat loss, weight loss, um, build strength, build muscle, you know, get toned, whatever that means, and then um, just be healthy, improve energy. Like you hear the same shit all the time, right? But where are they starting? I can't sit here and say like this is an ideal schedule for you. If a what what's your current lifestyle? Are you a full-time employee, like, how often can you actually get to the gym? And then the days that you can't, like, what do you have time for? It's not about, like, 
like an ideal schedule. Maybe you're doing, you know, two days of strength training, two days of metabolic conditioning, a day of light active recovery, and then a day of stretching. That's six days a week, you know, but does everyone have time for that? Of course not. And then also, are you coming to me postpartum a year, two years, six months? You don't have kids. Like, you have to take all those things into consideration. You can't just sit there and be like, this is what you need to do. I mean, to an extent, yes, but, like, you have to think about all the other factors, too. It's not just, like, everyone's on the same page. Yeah, totally. That's that's very fair. And, and that's good. I mean, that's, I'm glad you said that. You know, that's that's important because, like, you're right. Like, that, that may fuse as different from other box gyms because, like, you go to a regular gym. It's like, here's this chain here's of this machine workout. guns. Do this crap or you're done, you yeah. know? Like, that's what makes makes you different. Like, a small group is really important there. That's cool. You look at the whole individual. Exactly. What are you guys doing for, like, do you incorporate some nutrition programming and stuff like that, too? Like, because we know that's important, right? Yeah, so we try the same idea. We try to work with, like, the person with where they're at, right? Like, we again, we have a lot of, of moms that are, like, you know, my one of my biggest problems is eating my kids, like, leftovers off their plate. So we just try to take things like that and be like, you, what habits can we change? What small habits that add up over time that are not serving you can we change? And so we do have a couple nutrition programs. Um, we just... We're in one right now, a nine-month-long one, all about accountability and nutrition. People have seen some really good results because that's longevity and that's, like, what life is. Yeah. So it's not, like, you know, quick. Not a fad. It's not a yeah. nine weeks and then lose nothing. Nine weeks to renew you. Yeah. Right. Which we are doing, too. But. <laughs> <laughs> is that what no. it's called? What's that called? No, it's called uh, the 66-Day Challenge. That's it. That's Gets people kickstarted, right? Because in 66 that days, builds, like, that builds yeah. habit, though. Well, it does. Yeah. We have like a daily check in, so they're checking in every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and isn't it like 66 days creates a habit? Yeah, on average, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's good. So, 66 days of training, you should be able to adopt, make it your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nutrition's huge, and I think there's always like stuff to learn. And it's, it's so hard again, like the fitness industry, it's like this is a one size fits all do this do that this will help you this will help you and like you just have to if biofeedback what's your body telling you you know what's your life like like what do you actually have time for what changes can you make taking control over the things that you can change versus the things that you can't because when you feel like you should be doing like a b c d all the way to z and you can only do a couple of those things how defeating is that Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's like setting goals right like how do you set goals you said, like, small goals, measurable mm-hmm. goals, realistic ones, right? Small goals, because, like, I think big goals are great, but when you're looking at, like, you know, same thing, macro versus micro, like, your day-to-day life, like, if you don't see results in those big goals over a few days or whatever, you're going to let that get the best of you. Yeah, I think it's, like, a life thing, too. Like, it doesn't have to be fitness-related. Like, at least for me, when I'm, when I'm like, what, what can I do today or right now to make me better, you know, than I was yesterday? I think that stuff is just a snowball. It can kind of yeah, snowball effect. Yeah, carries over, compounds. Is that what you ask yourself? Yeah, I ask myself of that like at night. I reflect on that. What did I do today to make myself better? Yeah, or like how? Yeah, how can I be better net tomorrow? Like, what are certain things? Or you know, we all have like a we all have a monkey mind that wants to just jump to random things. Or you have like you have like an itch that you want to. Scratch your serotonin levels, your dopamine. You want to increase them. Like, did you challenge that? Were you able to fight that? You able to fight that? Like, you're you're becoming mentally stronger. That's how you grow. Like, right? Like every single day. It's it's cool. Do you journal? 
Wait, let's well, not I don't want to dive into this. <laughs> traumatic event with yeah. journaling. Sorry. I feel like that's a... I'm, I'm sorry. I can hear that. I feel like that's a really good thing, though, that you're reflecting every night and that you should, yeah. like, journal that shit. <laughs> and get, like, a lock for it, obviously, if you had a traumatic experience. Yeah. For our audience, um, like most of you guys don't know that Alina and Joe are together. Yes, we are. Are together. It's so awkward. <laughs> Yeah. Right, what else? We yeah, so I wanted to touch upon like the next wave because what was interesting is one of our patients bought and brought up the mirror. Okay. And exploded my mind. I was like, what is this? So I searched it up and it's basically like group training or like personal training in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And you pay like 30 bucks for a personal trainer to actually talk to you through this mirror. That's so crazy. That's what, crazy. What you, yeah, what, what are your thoughts about that? My thoughts on it, I still think it's a people business, you know, like, yeah. you can, if, first of all, if you're motivated to do that, by all means, like, go on with your bad self. That's amazing that you find the motivation to work out at home. That's great. Um, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I think that anything that people are doing to make themselves better is amazing. I just think that it's a people business. Like, how are you, how do you know that you're doing the right form mm-hmm. with somebody who's talking to you over a mirror are you really actually pushing yourself yeah you know like what about the relationships in the community that you make with the people at the gym that are holding you accountable that are excited to see you that it's the same thing like there's pt programs you could do over an app right yeah but are you really doing it the right way are you getting better or you know how does that work like it's the same idea and it's like the peloton too i think that's great i think that's great that people are excited about it but are you actually doing it and if you're actually pushing yourself then Sure. I don't know if that's the next wave, though. I think that there's always going to be, like, the at-home thing. Like, they're, you know, stationary bikes, treadmills, whatever. You know, even if there's, like, unless there's maybe, um, what are those things? Like, a telegraph of, like, a personal trainer there yelling at you. Yeah, that's what I think. It's, like, going towards that route. It's kind of crazy. Like, virtual? Yeah. That's so, like... The telegraph would be wild. The mirror's pretty wild. Like, someone's watching you. Yeah, literally. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. And it, like, was sold all the mirrors were sold and like when they released. but also isn't that creepy like i'm creepy. sorry they yes. have a little latch that covers the the, the, the camera that comes out it does not matter like alexa's creepy you yeah. want a mirror in your house like <laughs> yeah. hell no so creepy, though. sorry yeah. yeah i mean it's definitely like you know it's an interesting thing like we go away from the human connection to everything like, yeah why like, what, what's good though is like for us like in our, in our profession like you're right. We can't. We can't really be replaced because it's no. the person, the person, yeah. hands on, like touching people, being with people. Like, yeah. People feel that. Building it's, rapport. Yeah, so you want to tell someone about your day. You know, you have a shitty you day. Like you get a good workout, and but like, so <laughs> you're like, so yeah, like, my today. Shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, nah, people like care. Like, hey, I'm how are you? Yeah. I don't know how that works, but it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's super. I, interesting. I think that's like money driven. Like, just let me just make this mirror so we can just make a quick buck. Well, I mean, I you know, let's be let's be real here. Everything is really money driven. Yeah, like, yeah. like where 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 this podcast is like we're small businesses, right? Like we survive off people supporting us, but like these big big businesses don't care. It's, yeah, there's someone in an office looking at numbers. They don't care about people, but they'll get more people because they have. Were we just talking right? about that? When were we talking about that? I don't know. I forgot. But it's true though. Yeah. Like, you know, small biz like. Oh, hospitals, yeah. Yeah, like hospitals, yeah, the next mm-hmm. wave. Like, they don't care. Like, there's someone at the top looking at, like, oh, numbers, 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 fire, 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 I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's it's a, 
That's why you gotta support small businesses. Yeah, always. And as entrepreneurs, like we have to, we see that. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone else can. It's very true. And like exactly, like they don't care about you at the end of the day. No. That's something actually Jen says all the time with the Peloton. She's like, they don't know if you're hunched over dead on the bike. Like, you're doing a class. Like, what if something happens to you? Like, they don't know what's going on. You know. That's true. I mean, obviously, that's a drastic situation, but it's it's also true. You can tell our audience where, where can they find you, Lena. They can find me in JV. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can find me on Instagram. It's at Fused Fit, F-U-S-E-D-F-I-T. Facebook, Fused Fitness. And uh, we're also on YouTube. We have some workouts, testimonials, recipes, the normal fare. All those good places. Good stuff. Awesome. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks, guys, for having me.